Hello and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name's Adam, your host. This week I've been chatting to Connor Gannon. Connor is currently on a tennis scholarship in the University of Memphis and last year he was in the University of Tennessee. In the episode, we chat about Connor's tennis journey so far, his experiences in the US college tennis system, and we also talk Davis Cup. Connor has been selected this year for the first time to represent Ireland at the Davis Cup in the upcoming tie in Barbados on the 16th and 17th of September. So we talk about Connor's uh, memories of Davis Cup, uh, how it feels for him to, to be playing for his country this month, and we also look ahead to the tie in general. I think it's a good episode. I enjoyed chatting to Connor and hearing his thoughts and also looking ahead to the Davis Cup. Here we go. Let's get into the episode. And here is Connor. Connor, thanks very much for coming on the, the show. How are things with you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, thanks for having me. Looking forward to having a quick chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now just to get started, um, just to ask you if you could choose any superpower to have, what do you think superpowers <sighs> you could choose? Um, great question. <laughs> maybe, maybe like teleportation almost. Like, yeah, just with flying and all that, I think it'd be quite nice just to click your fingers and be back in Dublin for 10 minutes and then come back to America. Yeah, um, I think, I think quite nice. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think if I was to choose one, I think I'd go to rotation as well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be the main one. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, kind yeah. of just a, I know you kind of recently got into, into Memphis, so maybe you just, yeah, you're kind of a new university. So, how are you finding that so far? And maybe in a couple of weeks so far, how, how are things? Yeah, no, I mean, I came early just to get adjusted um, to the heat as well and just new environments, more of a city vibe. Uh, the college I was at was more of a college town, so it was just a lot of college people where this one's uh, it's more city, like more of kind of Dublin vibe, which is quite nice. Um, a lot of character, a lot of history towards it, like Martin Luther King got shot here, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley recorded their demos here. So there's a lot of, a lot of history towards the town, which is quite interesting and a lot of stuff to do outside outside of school and tennis, which is quite quite good because you know you're only doing that for a few hours a day, so uh, it's quite it's quite nice. So I'm loving it so far, to be honest with you. Really yeah, no, like good it. stuff, good stuff. I know this is obviously your second year, and you were in Tennessee last year. So what 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 yeah. kind of switch over for this year? Why did I switch? Yeah, there's a few factors involved. I mean, I don't really want to dig too deep into it, um, but just I thought the coaching styles a little bit wasn't my type and. I mean, I just felt like I'd get better somewhere else, and yeah, um, I just thought the coaches here at Memphis were were the people I want. Like, um, the one of the guys is English, and the head coach here was Dave O'Hara's coach in college, and he has nothing but good things to say about him. So I trust Dave's opinion. So, um, I'm really, I'm really looking, I'm really looking forward to the year to working with the new coach, the new coaches, and the new team. Yeah, absolutely, good stuff. And just to look back yeah. maybe last year, what what were some of the highlights and the best kind of matches or best kind of times you had last year in college I mean one of the highlights I think I'll always look back on it was playing the national indoor final mm. I played against a guy that was like maybe top top 30 juniors last year supported by the LTA Louis Max said I was uh, up a break against up in the third I think I was like two or three level up and that was pretty cool I played the semis of the indoors as well which is pretty cool and I mean I had there's a lot of up and downs like there was there was probably more downs than up, but I mean, what made the up so good was I had to go through the low points. So, but I mean, any match I played, I loved. I loved playing. I loved the environment. Um, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I think the the final of the indoors was pretty special. 
Um, I didn't really know how big it was until until after. Like, I got a lot of messages and a lot of people were watching it from back home, which I didn't think they were. So I was like, wow, this this is actually pretty special. And I think I might have been the only Irish guy to play in a D1, D1 final, national final. So for me, thinking back on that, it's pretty special. And I'm I'm really happy I, I got the chance or they put me into play. And, yeah. and I was winning as well, but it was unfinished because TCU won. But I mean, it was a pretty special, pretty special moment. Yeah, back good, on it. yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And you mentioned there a minute ago about, about Dave O'Hare and how he kind of had a bit of an influence maybe on you choosing Memphis. So could you just say a bit yeah. about kind of, you, I know you've worked with Dave a bit in the past and, and now I guess you're going to be Davis Cup teammates in a, next month, yeah. which is pretty cool. But how kind of he's kind of helped you in, in tennis so far? Yeah, I mean, he's been a major influence. I think the year I started playing tennis properly, he just retired, I think, or he was trying to come back. So I had a few hits with him in Riverview and fits and he kind of gave me like a new perspective of tennis and I just thought it was so cool like different like even the volleys and stuff like that I just thought it was fantastic so I really started to work with him a lot more that like from then on and he's kind of like kind of been a little yeah I've been a mentor but he's also been a good friend you know as well he's someone I could I can vent to or ask advice for he's really he's really been a really good role model to me and he's kind of been through it as well like he's we've kind of had the same pathway like but well, we've both gone to college and we've gone to the same college now and we have the same coach. So I really feel like we've kind of done the same thing and he's just been a really good friend and I can ask him, feel like I can ask him anything. So I'm looking forward to spend, getting another experience with him in David's Cup, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe just to, to come back a little bit, Connor, it's about how did you kind of, how did your tennis journey start? How did you get into it? And how do you look back at those kind of, you know, days playing, playing junior tennis? Yeah, I mean... I started when I, I I actually not too sure that when I started, but I remember I used to live in the Gallops and Epsom. They had two awful like tarmac courts over on on beside my house, and I remember my brothers used to go over and play tennis, and I used to chase the balls around. Yeah. So kind of from then I just kind of started, and then I went to Leprechaun with Dave Cooney, and then I moved to Monk Sand maybe like when I was eight, eight or nine, and I started working with Stephen O'Shea there. So. It kind of all started there. I mean, I loved, I loved junior tennis. And I always, I always loved the summers. Um, I used to take two weeks off for holidays in like June or July, and then just do the whole like calendar. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, a lot of people don't like it, but I, I absolutely love it because you're just playing matches the whole time, and I'm not much. I mean, I love training and all that, but I feel like you play tennis for matches. You know, you don't play tennis just to have fun and training. Like you want to, you want to compete and you want to, you want to win. So. Uh, I always kind of I loved just playing because you're playing a mat tournament each week, each week, and there's a new opportunity to to win or to to get something you wanted. So, I mean, I love the I love my junior tennis. I have such fond memories looking back on it in summers out in Sutton and and Greystones and and Carrick Mines, all those tournaments and playing table tennis and having an absolutely awful diet of eating chips. The one year chips from the from the sweet shops, I think it was called, or the candy <laughs> shop or something. Again, the jetties and asking my mom for fifty cent and stuff. So, uh, oh, it's great memories. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. And yeah, you meet so much good friends, and I'm still so close with all of them now. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, so, good stuff. no, it's really. Good. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and and then I guess a little later on when you did start to play some of those still junior kind of ITFs uh, around Europe and a, a bit, how how did you find that kind of as a change from those Irish turns? Um, I found it really difficult to be honest with you for the first for the first. Uh, few months from maybe june to december 
because in Ireland, like you see the same players all the time, you know how to play them, and you know if you got if you have a chance, if you have don't have a chance, or if if you're gonna win or not. So when you're going playing ITS, like you've playing a guy from Russia, you've never heard of of like so. I mean, it's pretty. I found it really tough, and I didn't really know how to like. I had to work my way up. Like I, I was, I was from nothing. You know, I was from nothing, so I barely won a match. Like remember, ISIS, ISIS had the same thing. I couldn't win a double. I was on a thirteen match doubles losing streak at one point. Couldn't win a first round, and I could barely win a. I, could, I think I won maybe one round from June to December, and then I don't know. I came home and I played the indoors here. Or I came home, I was like, oh, I, just, I don't think this is for me. Like, I need a break from ITS for a while. So I played, like, this money tournament in Shankill, did well in that, won that. And then we played 18s indoors, won that. And then my granddad died, and that kind of gave me the perspective on life. Like, I thought I had, like, the whole, like, three years, but I only had six months left or something to play junior. So I really went at it from then. Uh, first time I went back, I won it somehow at Norway with Jenny Claffey. So... I mean, it's a hard transition to make, you know, but you got to kind of just, it sounds so cringy and it sounds so vain, but you just kind of have to trust the process, you know? Um, like, it's really, it's really just between you and you out there. Like, it's not, you're not playing, like, what I figured out, like, you can't, even in college, like, it's kind of like, oh, like, you know who you're going to play, like, you know the scouts, you know the weakness, but like, like, what I find most important is that you got folks on your own, on your own shots. Like if if the guy's a weaker foreign and you, you don't like going foreign cross, like, there's no point in doing that. you got to play your strengths. So that's what I found out in the first, since January onwards, like, you just have to play your own game. You can't be, you can't be dwelled in on other people's, you got to focus on yourself. So that's what I kind of learned most from the, from the juniors, from the ITFs. Yeah, nice. And then I guess when you kind of finished up that, you were looking at, going to go into college so how easy was that choice to go to college and even then the process of, of finding a college and how easy or hard was that yeah well I never really thought about going pro chance um, like I never really had that conversation unless I was I mean COVID got shut down and I just won two tournaments in a row so I mean I felt like I was on the rise but I never knew I never like I never even questioned like if I was good enough or I was I always brush it aside and education is quite important to my parents and I. So we both, we didn't even like, it wasn't even a decision. We just kind of knew I was going to do it. Um, like I've been told by almost everyone, like it's great fun, like you'll enjoy it, you'll love it and stuff like that. So I also kind of like just ride the wave. Um, and yeah, I was just getting kind of texts from most coaches and like I just decided really early I'd go to Tennessee and obviously you couldn't take a visiting, visiting trip because of COVID. So... I committed maybe in like May of fifth year, which is really, which is really soon. Yeah. For like verbally committed. So I didn't sign anything. So I, that was really early and that was probably a mistake in somewhat um, doing it that early, kind of shutting myself off from other coaches. Um, But I mean, I mean, I didn't like, it is what it is now. Like I'm kind of happy I did it anyway. Like I got to experience what the best in college is like. So, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I've no regrets looking back on it. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no good stuff. Um, And I guess to move in a little bit to talk, talk about Davis Cup, I know you got, did get uh, picked for the team this year, which is, which is great. So, so congratulations on that. Um, yeah, but but also then, so when you were younger and kind of playing juniors still, what kind of memories do you have of, of the Irish Davis Cup matches? Good you've gone to yeah. watch and support and all. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a, 
it's a dream for mine since since I can remember, you know. I remember going into fits. My mum bought me tickets for my birthday to go watch Lithuania versus Ireland in Davis Cup in fits. And I remember sitting in the stands and that was kind of my first experience with Davis Cup. And I had like this, they gave us like these posters I had signed by like Nylon, McGee, O'Brien, I think Sorensen maybe as well. Yeah. Um, had like all the sponsors in as well. And it was, it's, it was in my old house. It was stuck on like the wall until I was maybe seven, like 16 or 17, you know? So, I mean, it's always been, I always think it's the pinnacle, you know, representing, like I've done it, I've done Interpros, I've done Tri-Nations, I've done Youth Olympics, I've done uh, European Championships and I feel like this is the pinnacle and I can't wait and just experience it, you know, I like that. You hear about it all the time, you watch Rafa, you watch the greats, you're, kind of, you're on the same category as them, but you're kind of playing the same tournament as them, which is really cool. I just represent your country, like there's something really special for me in that. I'm really proud to be Irish, so I can't wait just to get to get over there and, and support and support the Ireland, support support the boys so I can't wait for that yeah no good stuff and you mentioned even a few, you know, a few years ago watching those matches with Lithuania and I, I think I kind of remember those as well like Tunisia had Turkey yeah. and different matches yeah Tunisia and Spitz yeah. yeah I think it, it's a pity actually like it's been a while since because there was that kind of time around those years when there were quite a few like ones in Dublin that we were lucky to be able to go and watch but it's it's been a, quite a while it feels since there's been any home ones yeah no it's been unlucky you know I mean I was watching the draw in February or March about it and I mean, it's picked out of the hat, you know, like it could have been in Dublin. Yeah. But yeah. for some reason, it got chosen Barbados, um, which I could think of worse places playing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's unlucky. I mean, hopefully, ho- I really, I mean, that, that'd be a, that's a dream of mine to play in Dublin in front of, yeah. in front of Irish crowd. I think that's just, there's something special about that, you know, um, yeah. in front of your friends and your family. I think that's just, that's a huge goal of mine, just to get it back in Dublin and fits. I think, especially in fits, because it's just like where I grew up watching watching yeah. all the devs cups and they still have those kind of like posters from Tunisia and Lithuania in like the study room there so I, every time I go in there I look at that and I just think it'd be pretty cool to get myself and a few other guys up there on the wall so I mean I still they, I think they just took down the light before so the light above the indoors so that meant if the light was on you couldn't walk in while the okay. devs cup was playing okay, if the light okay. was off you could go in and watch so I still remember that like those are small things I remember, and they just took that down. So I mean, I mean, any, anywhere in Ireland would be fantastic. Um, yeah. But I mean, they just need we just need to get the get the ball rolling, get a few wins, and hopefully, hopefully we can get it back to back to Dublin or back to Ireland soon enough. Yeah, no, that that would be great if we do get another another home match in the next couple of years. Yes, yeah. would be brilliant. Um, so just bring it back to this one. Um, so how do you remember how you found out when you were picked? Was it were you kind of totally surprised? Was how was that those kind of moments when when you found out? Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird one because, like, I kind of knew like I might get picked, but I wasn't like entirely sure, you know. Um, because like I I thought I had a decent decent first year in college. Um, did pretty well, got ranked and stuff. So, and then I came back and played the futures in too well, in, and then I went to I played the Irish Close, which I fortunately won. So I think that kind of helped. But I mean, it's tough. Like it's out of your control. Like it is what it is. If it if you don't get picked, like just got to keep working harder and try to get at some point. But I mean, I was it's a special moment for my family, and I, you know, uh, especially my mom and dad because they put every, they put all their time and money into it. So. I mean, I just kind of want to not give back to them, but kind of just show them like that it's 
paying off and like are not wasting are not wasting their valuable valuables on me not not pretty reaching my potential so i mean it was quite and especially for my two brothers as well like they've they've sacrificed a lot and especially like, i remember like my brother used to take the bus home when he was like 14 just so i could go out to dcu okay um, and yeah. i know that sounds like petty but it, like for me that that's something i'm quite grateful for because if that didn't happen i wasn't i wouldn't be able to go and train yeah so no i'm it was really special i just i hope they're proud of me and uh i just wanted to just make them happy you know yeah no absolutely good stuff um so i guess for that tie it's, it's not very far away now isn't it kind of mid no, september yeah it's the 16th to 17th so i'll be i think i'm leaving sunday week the 11th i think okay. sunday so i got released from college for a week which is nice and yeah just really looking forward to, to be honest can't wait to get started yeah so the team is is simon yourself oscar then um michael agui and then the, the yeah. cap then uh, connor nyland the captain so that, that, that yeah, who's gonna be out there? yeah and then steven nugent the vice captain yeah uh, as well and my parents are fortunate enough making the trip out so i'll see them which would be quite nice and have them special there for singing the national anthem and you'll, you'll have some, so some, Irish, some Irish support hopefully yeah hopefully some Irish support not just all the Barbados people good stuff I think that's definitely going to be a big one and I, I look forward to kind of following that and seeing how yeah. you get on so yeah no it'll be, it'll be a good one yeah looking forward to it and and just a couple of last questions Connor maybe before um before we leave it but if you were to have some advice on for for any Irish juniors maybe you rank kind of 15 or 16 who are doing pretty well um yeah you're a few years past that and you've had kind of some experiences so any advice you'd, you'd give someone to that of that kind of age yeah, just, I mean, I kind of got up and, like, I started comparing myself to others, you know. Not just in Ireland, but in a way, like, you need, you need to be doing a certain amount of hours and you need to do a certain amount of training. Like, it's not about that. Like, everyone's different. Like, I know a few guys on the team, like, they want to train more. Where I, I don't like to train less, but I don't, I get tired out and I get, then, like, uh, my mental fatigue starts to go. So, I mean, you got to know your body so as well because you don't want to get injured. You don't want to do too much. So, I mean, don't compare yourself to others. And um, there's one, you got to trust the people behind you. You got to have like a team where, like, my team was Isis Dave, Steve Nugent, Ian Kelly, my fitness guy, and my two parents. So, anything they anything they said, I I don't, I mean, I wouldn't always take it. I wouldn't always take it on board, but I'd always consider it, you know? Yeah. And so, trust, trust the people behind you because they have your best interests. You know, they don't want to be stabbing in the back as well. So, I mean, I could be, I'd be going all day on this, you know, and there's a lot of, a lot of stuff I've learned. Um, you kind of got to be selfish as well. I think people come from Ireland, like, especially me, like I'm a little bit too nice. And yeah. like when you go away, like you, like you just learn that everyone's, everyone's like, when you're going playing ITF, like you want, you want, you're going there to win, you know, you're not going there to make a guy feel nice practicing or like you're going there to make yourself feel good when hitting the ball so got to be selfish but you got to be selfish in the right moments and you got to have the swagger about you as well like I was talking to one guy on the team we were watching Jack Draper versus Adi Asim yesterday and we both said like wow like it, it looks like he he should be long there you know he it looks like he actually like he's playing like a guy that's six, eight in the world but it looks like he's like five. It looks like he's like his control of the match where we watched like Gallen versus Titi Basque and like, oh, like this, this be a major upset. But when we both said like, we both felt like Draper was going to win because he just has that swagger, like not arrogance, but like he has that swagger where 
he just looked like he's going to win, you know. Um, yeah. So you got to have a little bit of doubt. I mean, you got to develop that as well. You can't just like one day become an absolute Conor McGregor. Like you got to be, you got to be like kind of build up to it. So, I mean, there's loads of stuff I can go on about, you know. Um, yeah, no. But that, they're they're the few. Yeah. Um. And, and just a little yeah. quick look, maybe at, at this year, Connor, for you, um, to bring it back. So how, I guess it's kind of before Christmas, it's kind of the individual, and then after Christmas, you bring it into teams. And how excited are you for for the year ahead with with Memphis? Yeah. No. Honestly. Um, I can't wait. Really can't wait. Now I'm really I'm like I'm only I've only met like the whole team for a week and a half, and like we were already we're all clicking. Um, and I really think we're gonna have a special year to be honest. And um, we have a really good team, really depth in depth team. So, I mean, it's all in our hands. Like it depends how hard we work as well, you know. And if we take our opportunities and take our moments well, and um, because in in college, like if you get one good win, like you're you're 15 or you're 10, like that. And if you have mm. one bad loss, you can go down to 30, you can down to 40. So it's all about, like, I remember Dave kept, Dave O'Hare kept talking to me about consistency, like the main the main key to winning is consistency. If you make balls or if you keep winning, like you're going to go higher. So we just got to keep the consistent quite high and we just got to keep working, like, uh, backing ourselves and backing our teammates. And and so I think we're going to have a really good year good year this year. For some, yeah. I, just have, I just have the feeling. Yeah, the good because feeling. I've been, uh, because I've been at the top and, like, it's we're there you know we're not we're not a power five school but i mean we can definitely we can definitely compete with guys that are top 10 or top 15 so no it's going to be a special year for sure good stuff and yeah no and, and the last question kind of just before uh before we finish up is what's your your favorite thing about tennis favorite thing about tennis wow probably before the match like mm-hmm. when you're nervous like i just feel like there's something special about that like I remember when I was playing like other sports like rugby or Gaelic. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't get nervous, you know, because it's more. I I suppose it would be a team sport as well, but like you've other you can hide and stuff like that. You can't like for when you're on the tennis court, like it's either your fault or yeah, it's your fault. Like no, you can't play on anyone else. You know, you can't hide. Like and one thing as well about tennis, like I don't, it might be, it might be different with other sports, but. Uh, like you can practice so much like 24 hours a week but you could show up on the Monday like you could hit a million tennis balls like million forehands cross and then on the Monday you can miss a million in the net you know you can't there's never you're never just playing salt like you're always going to have up and downs you know um, but yeah I think before the match would, would be one of my favourite moments um, like when you're nervous and like I remember we played Florida this year or last year or whatever year in March or whatever and I was I was like I was sweating I've never yeah. experienced that because the rivalry was so intense and they they were two we were one so it was a huge match um, and I was dripping like I was so nervous I was playing doubles and singles and the stands and the crowds were shaking and I was like wow like this is just this is where you want to be you know um, so I think before the, before the match is one of my favourite when like there's just you could hear a pin drop there's just silence you know and you kind of like it, kind of hits you where like this is this is big, like this means a lot, like to you. So, I think before the match, like when you're nervous and stuff like that, I think that's when my my favorite moment is. I'd say, I mean, uh, that's probably a bad yeah. one, but I mean, that's I, that's what I enjoy the most, probably just like uh, the nerve, like, yeah, because it's all on you, you know, it's not on anyone else. Good one, yeah. Like I've obviously I've had people who kind of said, you know, like like just the feeling of being in the match and kind of getting caught up in it is is something special, but that's an interesting yeah. as well. Just just before it, and you're kind of all. That's all you can think about and all your nervous energy and all that. So that's a good answer.
Right. Well, yeah. A big thanks again, just for for the time, Connor. I think we'll we might leave yeah, it there. No. But you know, they're, they're very messed up with over the next year with with college and especially um in a couple of weeks' time for for the Davis Cup, I'll be be watching yeah. with us and uh, cheering you guys on. So the very best of luck yeah. with that, and, and and thanks again for your time coming on. No, cheers, Adam. Thanks for having me. Appreciate. It. Thanks once again to Connor Gannon for his time with that episode. I really enjoyed the chat and getting to know his story a bit better. As we said, as we said. Davis Cup is coming up in just a few days' time now. I'm really excited to, to follow in the progress of the team and cheering them on. Do keep an eye out in the next few days for a, an edition of the newsletter where I'll look ahead to the tie. Uh, also, in the newsletter, I'll have a written interview with Michael Agui, who is one of the players on the team that you may not know as well as some of the other players. So I think it's it's good to, to, get, a, to get to know Michael a little bit better, so do check out the newsletter for that. Uh, very best of luck to Connor over the next year in Memphis and to the whole team at Davis Cup. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please share it around to anyone you think would enjoy us. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.